The following podcast is an enticing media production. She is a business owner, best-selling author, and on a mission to find out what the Nell is going on here. Here's your host, Nail Tice. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the What the Nell podcast with yours truly, Nell Tice. I am super excited today. I'm always super excited. I know I say that a lot because I'm just always just super excited for my guests. You know, what's wrong with that? So <laughs> I am especially excited today to welcome my guest, Mark Wells, who is a financial advisor with Three Buckets Wealth Management in Latham, New York, and host of his own podcast called Whatever It May Be. And that information will be linked in the description to this episode uh, as well. So if you want to take a listen to that, I would definitely recommend it. Um, But we're going to be talking about today, we're going to talk about financials for people without children, people that might be going through a divorce or some kind of tough time in their lives. And we'll get into a couple of other subjects, one of them being our mutual love for broadcast television and how we both thought we would be on television at this point in our lives. So that's an interesting conversation. Stay tuned for that. I think at this point, we should probably just get right into the episode. So without further ado, I welcome my guest, Mr. Mark Wells of Three Buckets Wealth Management. Mr. Mark Wells, I am so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. Welcome. Well, it's a true honor. I'll tell you, you know, um, knowing Lauren for a few years and then listening to your podcast a few weeks ago and finding out that you were at her baptism, right? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you obviously go back a long time and, and we both uh, think very highly of Lauren. And so I, I jumped well, at the opportunity. Maybe- I love this. Maybe one of us thinks highly of Lauren. That's true. And maybe by the end, we'll reveal. If you stay tuned, you'll find out which one of it it is, it is you know? <laughs> yes. So just a little short story for everyone. Uh, Mark is a, is a financial advisor at the firm that Lauren, who um, was one of my closest friends, um, works at called Three Buckets Wealth Management. And Lauren has been a family friend of mine since literally she was born. So <laughs> um, she was also on my podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, we did the episode about her PCOS journeys. So if you haven't listened to that episode, do check that out. It's definitely worth listening to. So today I'm excited to have Mark on. We're going to be talking about financials for all thing, all people child-free and even divorced. And, you know, who knows what else we'll get into. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot to cover. And, and I think it's good that we're kind of focusing on a few areas because obviously there's a lot of different things that I deal with. But um, every every situation is unique. And so uh, talking about these today, I think it's going to be great for the listeners uh, that are in those yes. situations. Yes, I agree. I agree. So I noticed that we definitely had one thing, at least, that's super in common is that we both had interest uh, in going into broadcasting um, early on in life. And I myself went to school for meteorology. I didn't finish, but I minored in broadcasting. And I figured when I wasn't going to do the meteorology thing, I thought about doing sports casting or something full time, just in front of a camera, in front of a microphone or on a stage. And so you had those same or similar interests. Am I, am I correct? 
you're spot on. I think once I realized I wasn't going to play for the Yankees or Celtics, I had to, I had to figure oh, darn. out. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of tall, but definitely not tall enough for the NBA, at least, at least uh, for my skill set. Um, so I, I really got into broadcasting in high school and, and started doing just different funny videos and those mm-hmm. kinds of things with my friends. And so I did go to college, um, for broadcasting and TV production. And Very my cool. first, my first job out of high school was at a local radio station that I used to listen to in the morning hoping that school was canceled. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, so would, those were the days, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would do old, an oldie show mostly on the weekends and then fill in during the week. And actually, part of my story and how I ended up in the business I'm in and kind of an indirect way was I ended up having, um, uh, I guess what you call a focal seizure on my way to work one day, kind of lost control about the right side of my body. And oh, yeah, I was out of work for a while. And, you know, thank God it was, um, it turned oh, out gosh. to be a, a, a strep abscess. I had strep throat a few weeks before and you know, I guess in, oh, wow. in, in ter- as far as brain th- things go and, and seizures, I, I got pretty lucky, but yeah. it was always kind of hard to me to, for me to go back to work there. Mm-hmm. It was, some, I don't know if you want to call it PTSD, but, um, yeah, that, that, and it, it was obviously a startup job. I ended up moving to this area and eventually ended up in financial services. Wow. That's amazing. I, that's, that's incredible. And it's amazing how one significant yet small moment like that can just change the entire course of your life. Yeah. Yeah, it did. In fact, I, w- so I couldn't drive or do anything, anything like that for three or four months. I was on a pick line penicillin that kind of goes up in your arm and up into your chest. Wow. And then I went back to work, go back to the radio station. And a month or two later, at five o'clock in the morning, going to work, dog came out in the road and I oh. swerved to miss it, flipped my car, hit a tree, broke my oh collarbone, totaled the car. So, so it, I don't know if it was someone speaking to me, but, but I was like, okay, maybe it's time for, a change. Maybe, so, maybe you shouldn't drive to work. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. I, well, when I work from home, that's what I tell Lauren. Remember what happened to me back when I was 23, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, you know, I'd really start to reconsider after, after that time, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that was way up on the Canadian border. I mean, literally a border town and uh, yeah. my sister was living down here in this area at the Albany area. And my brother was going to school at St. Rose. And so it was kind of an easy move for me to come down here and, and get some work. And it wasn't initially in financial services, but within a few years, um, yeah. I ended up doing what I'm doing now. And, and I couldn't be more grateful for that. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. And I'm glad that you're able to see it that way. And, you know, the interest in broadcasting and radio and television, podcasting is, you know, a way that everyone can get into that or do that if they want to. And just, it's so easy to start. And, but I know you yourself are looking to either start a podcast or you have a podcast. It's called whatever it may be. Yes. Yes. So I, I started doing it last, uh, geez, last summer, a friend of mine wrote a book about his life, which was pretty interesting. And, mm. and I, I always had wanted to do it. I think my birthday's in April. And I think I asked for a microphone for my birthday. And, <laughs> um, so that seemed like the logical one. And then the next one was my, my father. I just, I, I didn't ever knew my grandfather. So I thought having my dad on talking about his early days, someone that doesn't currently have children, but maybe will someday, right. um, having, hearing this, the story, not just, but not just from me, but from my father's voice would be kind of cool. And from there I've started doing people from work and you know, you're lucky. You obviously hope have priority with Lauren. Cause I haven't had her on yet, but I think you've had her on a couple of <laughs> times. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I love doing it and, it, and probably kind of like you, it, it scratches that itch a bit of, of, you know, kind of a dream that I always had being, being behind a yeah. mic and 
talking to people, learning new things and, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully informing and entertaining the public on some level. Yes. No, I agree. I, I keep telling everybody that podcasting is honestly one of my favorite things to do. And the whole YouTube thing also scratches that itch a little bit. My husband and I have a YouTube channel and it gives me the ability to be behind a camera on my own terms, Yeah, which is like, it's just, I'm on cloud nine and totally inflated because it was something that at the time, if you didn't go to school for this, you weren't going to do it. You didn't have a future in that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Being on camera anywhere of substance, I guess I should say, but the technology available today and the outlets that we have is just incredible for people that want to do something like this. So we're very lucky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, everyone has a voice and a platform. And I think back to some of the pranks I did when I was a young kid and I was like, oh, man, if, if, if I was around, I'd either be, you know, in big trouble or I'd be really famous, you know, but, but <laughs> it's probably for the best, probably for the best that, I, that it wasn't around at that time. Well, but you know, there's no such thing as bad press. That's true. That's true. We've learned <laughs> that over the last few years for sure. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, we have. Although I think that, uh, you know, Britney Spears might, might negate that, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So getting to now where you are, so you're with Three Buckets Wealth Management and you are an advisor. However, you call yourselves financial coaches, which is a little different from the rest of the industry, I think. So how did that come to be? You know, it, it's just like anything, it's it's evolution of a business. I, just a little background for me, I when I made that move into this business, I was by myself for a number of years. and. Mm-hmm didn't feel like I had the support or the resources or whatever, where I was. And so we all kind of met by accident. I, I changed firms. Ryan, who's the other partner in the firm had, mm-hmm. had changed firms. And Lauren was a key part of um, his transition when he moved over to the, to the firm we both moved to. And okay. um, as, as it were, I don't know how much of a pull Lauren had on it, but, but as I was there for probably a year or thereabouts, I would say about a year, uh, we had a conversation about working together and mm-hmm. we ultimately started, um, you know, we ended up moving and becoming three buckets throughout that whole process, which was great. And yeah. I think, I think in regards to the coaching thing, what, what we find is a, a lot of advisors, when you work with somebody, it may be, you know, you're familiar with the 401k person that goes into your office, or maybe you bought some life insurance when you were young and you bought the pol- policy or you checked mm-hmm. in once a year, but they really didn't have a really good feel of everything else that was going on in your life. And if you needed something, you called them. Right. Where our relationship is is really truly holistic. We're we're looking at every facet of their life. I mean, heck, we, even down to on some level, you know, a lot of people don't like uh, bargaining for cars, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so we we really want to be there for our clients. And, and co- the the term coaching came around because we thought of coaching as an ongoing process. When you when you have a plan, a lot of times there's a a plan that you, that gets to completion. Right. And ultimately, I guess in life, eventually we, that life comes to completion. But with coaching. It's something that there's going to be some quarters where we meet with folks and things have been great and, and, you know, maybe a new grandchild away. And there's going to be times where someone lost a job or someone got divorced or God forbid someone died. Yeah. And those are the key times, or even right now, if we're listening in 2022, the markets have been chaotic this year and yeah. coaching, coaching people through a time when there's a lot of uncertainty, especially folks that are nearing retirement, making sure they don't make the wrong decision. So right. coaching just seemed like a logical thing that this isn't a one and done or call me if you need something. This is something we want to be with you and work you through life, just like a game or anything else. Right. So that's kind right. of how it came to be. Yeah. That's cool. So it's a continued relationship. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I think of uh, a coach, you think of a sports coach in high school or T-ball or in, you know, the major leagues. Coach, I would assume that if you're playing for a coach, that coach is never not your coach. You know, even after high school, when you go through college and you make it to the big leagues, you still look at that coach as coach, you know, that relationship doesn't end, which is, it's nice, especially with financials and people being uncomfortable in situations like we're in today and things like that. They want that comfort. They need that. So that's amazing. I love that story behind the coaching aspect. One thing I'll add to that, and I don't know if, I don't know if you did, you did more homework than I realized, but it's so funny that you say that just within this past week, my high school baseball coach, who I, geez, I haven't seen in years. He recently got on Facebook, and for the last week or two, he's been doing this this day in Salmon River Baseball, which is yeah. the high school I went to. And he okay. would say, you know, and on whatever it was, you know, April seventeenth of nineteen ninety six, we played Brush and Wire. Mark had two hits, and and all these all these kids were like, oh my god, this is amazing, and it it brought us all back. It brought a lot of us players back. Mm. Some of the stories he told, you realize not only the impact he had on you. Mm-hmm but also the impact that we had on him. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, you know, even bringing up some a time, he kind of scolded a kid and thought that maybe, you know, he broke the kid's heart and the kid posted net recently that that was the best conversation he could have had in his life. So, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So it, it was, it was such a cool thing that, that he did. And, and each day, you know, I'd see a story with, you know, I was in it or my brother or a friend and you, you, your, your mind goes back and you're right. They're always yeah. your coach. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. So as far as, I want to say investing in, so there's a lot of hype around digital currency and other specific investment opportunities, but I want to talk a little bit about what specific investments or any types of investments that people should be looking at, specifically those that are having children, don't plan on having children, don't have any currently, or maybe somebody that had children, but they're looking more towards the later part of their life. What can you, how can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think that's, that's one of those, one of those questions. And again, where the coaching comes in is that Mm -hmm. there really isn't any one straight answer. I I think, you know, I'll give you an example of some clients of mine that are, you know, mid forties and no children, no plans to help have children. And for them, you know, their goal is to be retired at 55 and 53. And when I, yeah, yeah. And and so (laughs) through the coaching process, I kind of was like, you know, this does not look like you're quite on track for that. So we can do a couple of things. You can work a little longer or we can, you know, try a little harder. Right. Right. (laughs) And so every client is going to have a different answer based on that. Someone may say, well, that seems impossible. I, I, there's no way I can save an extra 200 bucks a month or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um, where others may say, you know what, you know, that's, that was kind of a pipe dream. You know, you know, what does it look like if we work to 60 and 58? Um, I think one of the things that make that provide some clarity for someone that it doesn't have children or is plan or not planning to have children is children obviously bring a huge dynamic to, to a life. So there's a question of, you know, are they going, especially in today's day and age, are they going to go to college? If they do, can we afford it? How much do we want them to be responsible for it? (laughs) You know, (laughs) and, and, and so on. And, and so I think, I think when, when you're in a spot where you're not looking to have children and that's kind of part of the game plan, Mm -hmm. you know, it's easier for us to focus in on, um, just, just the two individuals and what the two of you are looking for. And Mm -hmm. one of the things we try to focus on, especially is, 
not just looking at, okay, you're 35, 36, whatever it is, you know, what does it look like at 60? We want to say, well, what do you want to do at 38 or 40 or 42 and, and kind of build in those things. So you're not right. living hundred percent for tomorrow that we're, you know, keeping an eye on both where I'll use myself for an example. I'm, I don't have children, but I, it's not something I've ruled out. So I'm kind of one of those <laughs> unique persons up to this point. All I have to do is worry about myself. Right. right. But, but in the back of your mind, it's like, well, that could happen. And so I think, I think by and large, whatever, whatever stage you're in or, or how you feel about whether you will or won't have children, mm-hmm. I think first and foremost, it's most important to make sure that you're taking care of you and your spouse mm-hmm. first from a financial right. standpoint. Of course. Yeah. Because if, if you don't, let's say you put all your money in college and they don't, or, or you don't have money for retirement, you know, then all of a sudden you become a burden on the child. And yeah, one of the things I've been telling people recently is that you can borrow for college. You can't borrow for retirement. So if, if you... <laughs> So if you're going to prioritize it is it is best to take care of yourself first, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing. That makes sense. It's almost like the uh when you're on the plane put your ox- your oxygen mask on before helping exactly. others. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So, okay, that that makes a lot of sense. Um now in that respect, now of course, you know, we talked about the possibilities of different things happening in your life. Maybe somebody loses a job, um has a grandchild on the way. Now, what about divorce. I know that some that's not a topic that anybody wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But what how could you plan for the future financially with divorce? I know that, you know, obviously there's a high divorce rate out there. So this could be a question that a lot of people could need answers to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and I think I mean certainly divorce happens at all ages, you know, I yes. guess it's typical to happen, you know, when when you're younger. Um, but it, it can really disrupt your, your entire situation. I have come across cases where one spouse thought the other spouse was, was saving a certain amount for retirement and they hadn't been doing any of that, you know, oh, no. or, you know, especially in the early stages of divorce, you know, anytime there's, you know, stressful times, there becomes a lot of irrational decisions that get made or right. there's bitterness. And, and I think working with a client, I haven't had much experience with it, believe it or not, but I haven't had much experience with working with a married couple that then divorced. Mm, Um, so I know other advisors in our office have, so I guess if you want to stay together and you need an advisor, I'm good luck in that (laughs) that regard. Um, but, but no, it's, it's huge because, you know, in a lot of marriages, you know, the incomes aren't exactly even, there may be a pension that, that one has that the other one hasn't. And so, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, unfortunately people get taken advantage of. And so I think anytime you're going through a major life moment, like divorce, which is, one of the ones that isn't so happy yeah. it's a great time to kind of sit down with, with an advisor and review. Okay. This was my situation, but here's what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. What are the right moves I need to do to kind of get back on my feet and, and take care of myself? But no, it's, it's not easy. And, but it's, it's important because I think a lot of bad decisions can get made mm-hmm. much like the volatility in the stock market. If you don't take a deep breath and look at my situation and figure out, okay, this road isn't the road I, was, I thought I was going down, right. which way do I need to go, go from here? Yeah. No, nobody plans to get divorced when they get married, at least. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not. not. I don't, I don't, Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley. I don't know if that was planned. I and mean, that was quick. I don't know. You know, <laughs> the celebrity world, I tend to leave off the table because, you know, whatever happens there happens. And I don't know that anyone knows the truth. Honestly, I don't know that they know the truth. That's true. That's true. They're not living in reality in most cases. You're right. No, no. And they have so many people around them handling things for them. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) 
So, you know, I think that the not so elephant in the room is the fact that the past couple of years have really changed the way that we all do business in every industry. So, you know, your industry in the financial industry, I, you're very obviously people oriented. People would come into your office and you would have meetings with people all the time. But since then, how has the industry changed now that you're working virtually with more people? It's it's changed a lot. I mean, you know, even going back before COVID, you know, I had some clients that that didn't live in the area, but those were oftentimes people that I, I had worked with locally at one time and retired and moved to the South for, for you know, all or, okay. or a portion of the year. Right. Um, there was a lot of resistance to technology. So, you know, not to label people, but, but typically, you know, older clients would not be open to a virtual meeting where heck some of them now re, uh, prefer it even now that maybe you can, you can come in and see us a little bit more. Um, so I think it's changed for the, for the better. I mean, it's, it's hard to replace, you know, in-person contact and, and seeing yeah. someone in person. But um, I think it's provided a lot of opportunities, especially for some of our newer advisors coming in. Mm, okay. Some of their network of folks, especially when working with, with younger people, you know, one of our new advisors, Doug, he had come in from the IT world and in that business, he worked with people all over the country sure. who are tech people and certainly very <laughs> familiar with it. So for him trying to get off the ground, you can't cold call people anymore. It's, you know, you, it's hard to get a hold of anyone. Um, having the ability <laughs> to meet with people virtually, I think of, of the, I don't know, I'm just going to guess here, the 90% of the video or meetings he's held since he started in the business a year ago have probably been virtual and with people out of state. Wow. So yeah, I think it's great for us. I think as, as we can continue to extend our reach, Ryan is out in Arizona now and, yes. and him, him to be able to be out in Arizona. And I meet with him every week with Lauren and we do a team meeting at least once a month with everybody. Awesome. And, and, you know, we certainly miss having him around, but um, the office continues to function and we're in contact. Everyone's gotten better. Everyone's learned right. to adapt very quickly. And part of that is, is the people part of it is I think the, the front we're with the Ameriprise. I think the technology that we walked into, I think they were not that they saw this coming, but I think they were well-equipped. Um, so when it did come, we were pretty well-prepared. Good. Good. That's awesome to hear. I like that. <laughs> a good success story. Yes, yeah. I did hear that the the office in Arizona was up and running and I've heard wonderful things about it and the surrounding area. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren's been out there a couple of times and she she loves it. We're, we're trying to keep her here as long as we can, but she she really enjoys it out there. And and I do too. I've got I've got a lot of family and one of my good friends who lived in New York City for a number of years. His mm. wife was from Tucson as well. And so they, they've now settled out there. And so, oh, that's that, a change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's a huge and, change. And it was crazy. So, so he, I, I went to college with him, one of my best friends in the world and, and my brother and some cousins around Tucson. And he started dating this girl who he met in New York city. And as they got to talking, I think I was going out there to see them. His, or she grew up like two blocks from my cousin. And now my cousin and his wife and her parents are like super good friends and they live. Right, right, wow. Yeah. So very small world. I think it was definitely yeah. meant to be that, that relationship. So their clients, I don't, I don't see a divorce coming with, with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're with you, we've already established that you keep people together. So that's right. That's right. Financial advisor slash marriage counselor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, believe it or not, maybe this isn't surprising. I think a lot of times what we do is more psychological than it is financial. Mm, I think yeah. people, you know, some, some clients certainly want to want to know the details of, of why this stock or this investment, but mm -hmm. by and large, people want to know, am I making the right moves? 
to do whatever it is I want to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know that Lauren has mentioned in just personal conversations all the time, because we, we always talk about, um, and recently I was on another podcast talking about uh, college and degrees, you know, is it necessary and, and so forth. And she talks all the time about how she uses her degree every day. She has a degree in psychology. And I, you know, to me, I get the psychology side of it from working with people. And, but if you think about financials versus psychology, some people might say, what, how do you use your degree every day? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it makes total sense. It absolutely does. And that being said, working with people, what do you, what do you find most rewarding about what you do? Well, I, I think for me, and this is kind of an interesting question because I think when I first got into the business, I was in a job that was okay, but there really was no upward mobility. I felt like I could work harder, and 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 mm-hmm. you know it didn't really matter. You know, the, it was <laughs> your paycheck looked the same regardless of how much work you put in, and that became frustrating for me. Yes. And so I think initially, as much as I've always liked to help people, I think the, the knowing I was going into a career where I could make a difference in someone's life and also, um, I guess mm-hmm. on some level help my life, but I never really truly realized the impact. And I mean this sincerely until I started working with the other t- people at three buckets, you know, working more holistically, working on a more regular basis with our clients, having someone, you know, call you when so you know, I've had a couple of people recently, sadly, that died of cancer and, and you, you're one of the people oh. that they want, not just call you that they die, but someone that they want to actually talk to, you know, right, or, right. or the people that, you know, a lot of people are worried, can I retire? Am I going to run out of money? And bringing that peace of mind or, or, you know, just, just putting people's mind at ease, because I think, you know, finances is one of those things that takes up one of the most, uh, one of the biggest parts of stress in your life. And I think sure. when you can provide clarity and give people, you know, peace of mind. I think that's huge. And yeah. now that, now that we, you know, we have all these pictures of our clients on the walls and, and I never would have dreamed when I got in the business that I, that I would be so close with clients or these other guys would be so close to their clients that they would want to have their picture on your wall, you know? <laughs> and so, so that, to, that to me says that we're doing a, a good job and that people yeah. feel like they're part of our family and I feel like they're part of mine. So yeah, um, yeah I guess that, that's, that's what I love most about it. That's awesome. No, that's that definitely says a lot about um, about you and the other advisors and and three buckets. And so I want to talk a little bit about three buckets. So what exactly? Where does the three buckets come th- from? Well, I was a great three point shooter back in high school, and so okay. I no no no, <laughs> no I, um, I, I, I I've got to give. Uh, Ryan credit for that because he was talking about the three buckets long before I was mm-hmm. not that he's that much older, but he is, I think going to be 50 this year and I'm Ooh. not 50, but, <laughs> but he you, was, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Ryan, a little early, but, um, a very young 50, by the way, but, uh, okay. yeah. So, so, so the three buckets, what he found was when he was talking to clients, there's a couple, when you're younger, basically your money, when you invest, it can be taxed in three different ways. Mm-hmm. Most people are familiar with the pre-tax bucket, which would be if you have a 401k at work, a 403b, mm-hmm. an IRA, if you're putting putting money in, in before tax, it's going to reduce your income in, in the current year for, for okay. tax purposes. Right. But all the money coming out down the road is going to be 100% taxable. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, the second bucket is going to be an after-tax bucket. So so now you tell me after this call, you want to, you know, the stock market's down, you want to put, you know, a thousand bucks on a certain stock in a year from now 
you call me and say, I'm ready to sell. And that's made some money. Hopefully let's hope the market turns around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to pay tax only on the amount you gain. So you put a thousand in, it's worth 1500. It's going to be a $500 uh, okay. a capital gains tax on $500. And then lastly, there's the after-tax bucket or tax-free bucket, which is a Roth IRA, Roth 401k, where mm-hmm. the money goes in after tax, but all the, all the money that goes in and all the earnings comes out tax-free. Okay. And so the idea is a lot of people focus on, you know, how much stock you should have, how much bond you should have in your portfolio, but they don't really take into account, well, how much of this is going to end up being taxed. And so we believe that a fully diversified portfolio should not only be invested in that way, but across all the, all the different tax brackets that you can have. So at the end of the day, no matter when the money comes out or, or what happens with, with tax rates, if you have money in all three, you can better control where you take money from at the right time to preserve more of the asset and not give as much to Uncle Sam if, if at all possible. Yeah, which I think we can all get behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and just quickly, I'll say that in, in retirement, one of the big concerns, especially I, I'm hearing it now from clients, they're going to retire. It's like, geez, I'm glad I didn't retire in January with the, where the market is. And and there's definitely some truth to that. There can be right. bad timing. You don't want to come out of, the, out, of, out of work and have to start digging into your account that's down substantially. So what, yes. we, what we're doing with those clients is, and this, this is leading up to not just at retirement, is we want to carve out three buckets of money, basically a, a bucket of money for the first three years, very conservative. Second bucket is going to be a bit more dividend or income producing investments that are going to kind of replenish that. Mm-hmm. And then bucket three is going to be your growth stuff. So if, if you, if now, if you're retired today, I don't know when you want to retire, but. <laughs> I would love know. to retire today. <laughs> <laughs> and just do podcast all day, right? That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, but, but anything that would say, say is down substantially just to, due to where the market is, is not something you're having to tap into. So mm-hmm. getting back to how the three buckets name came about where those were the two different things we were talking about. So when Ryan would talk to a client, they would be like, now what bucket is that in? Or what bucket is that in? Oh, that's bucket three. And, and so he just kind of, is like, if the clients are always using that terminology and we're kind of trying to come up with a name, why not three right. buckets? That's and genius. It's, yeah. It's great for them. And it's great for us because much like you, you just asked if, I, if I'm wearing a t-shirt out somewhere, I, I, I'll get asked all the time. What is that? What is three yeah. buckets? So yeah, yeah, very clever. So Ryan, Ryan gets the, the kudos for that. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. All right. So, you know, Zoom is, is doing its thing here um, where it's warning us, but I think we still have time for one last question. Sure. Sure. <laughs> So at the end of every episode, I like to ask our guest to tell us a story, a story that will leave the listener asking, what the Nell just happened here? Yeah. <laughs> Something funny, quirky, doesn't necessarily have to do with the topic at hand, but just any story to just kind of leave us with a little like, huh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I do have one for you. And, and thankfully, I've listened to a few of your podcasts. So I, I knew this was coming. Oh, good. <laughs> And, and I and I w- really wish Lauren would have helped me pull her out of that ditch. She'll tell you how handy I am in, in, a situ- <laughs> in a situation like that. But so I had some time to think about it, and I've got a, plenty of what the nails in my life. But um, the one I'll share with you is so I, I moved into a new house back in late September of last year. Oh, congratulations! Well, thank you very much. And uh, like probably the first week I was here, I came home from work, and you know, I have a little deck out back, and mm-hmm. looked out the sliding glass door, and there was a dead bird oh. on the step. And so I was like, so, you know, first you're like, oh, okay, how am I going to get rid of that? Cause again, 
kind of a kind of scared of animals. It's just another revealing thing here. Now, now you get me spilling <laughs> my beans here. See, we get it all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you know, and then people start saying, "Oh, that's a bad omen." You know, if a bird's dead on your steps, you know, this is not a oh, no. not a good thing. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. We can look folks, look it up. I'm sure there's good and bad. If you, there's so many things on the internet, you can probably find a good or bad thing for anything, but <laughs> anyways, kind of forgot about it. And then I guess it was two Saturdays ago. I was, it was a Saturday morning and I was up, you know, just, you know, having coffee and so on and bang, bang on my window. And I, I go over and I see all these marks on the, on the window oh. and there's this bird it's blue and blue, beautiful bird, a uh, pretty bird, like they say in dumb and dumber, but it was, <laughs> It was blue with the yellow, like with a yellow breast, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I had never seen a bird like that. And my mother's a big fan of birds. And, and so we have a family text. And so I sent a picture and I'm like, I don't even know what kind of bird this is. And all day long, this kept happening. And uh, I don't know. And, and like I said, stuff all over the window. So again, I'm, I'm, you know, some people are like, oh, that means that that's hopeful. That could be someone from your after or someone that's already passed right. on that's trying to connect with you and so on. Yeah. And so Again, a bird I'd never seen happened all day long. Has left a mark that I haven't been able to clean <laughs> off yet. Yesterday, so this is a week or two ago. I still see the bird as out back, probably right now. Oh Yesterday, God. I'm at the office, and Lauren tells me like, "Oh, hey, come in here. There's a bird banging into Doug's window." And I go into that office, and I told you I've never seen a bird like this before. Right. And there it was. I'll send you a picture afterwards. <laughs> the blue bird with the yellow, the yellow breast. Uh huh. And I was like, here I am, you know, 40, for whatever it is, 30, 40 minutes away from my house. Never oh seen a bird like gosh, this. Oh my gosh, this bird also, followed you. Yeah, also, so, so I don't know, I'm, I'm going to do more research on it, but I definitely said, what the Nell, um, <laughs> when, when that happened. So this, yeah, this bird is literally following me everywhere I go. And that's fantastic. Maybe it's the grandfather I never met that I mentioned, but, but, but nonetheless, um, so this house has something, there's something going on with birds here. Maybe, maybe they're telling me I'm for the birds. I don't know. But. For the no, you know, I, I mean, that's definitely a what the Nell story, but it's almost like heartwarming in the same yeah. token. I mean, it's, I, I've definitely heard that, that especially with Cardinals, that it could be somebody from the afterlife trying to come and connect with you. But the fact that this blue bird with the yellow front, I mean, that's just kind of like, what? <laughs> I know it's, it's really crazy. crazy. Um, and there's other, and I see some other birds around, but this one in particular was, was just, you know, as better, you know, following me for the last couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll keep, keep you posted if I'm back Please on do. or whatever. I'll, I'll let you know yeah. how that goes, but that's, that's by what the Nell uh, for today. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Well, Mark, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. It is such a pleasure to have you on here and you're an amazing guest. And we want to also let people know how to contact you at Three Buckets Wealth Management. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so you can visit our website, which is threebucketswealth.com. That's three spelt out. Um, you can also give our office a call 518-464-4401. Um, if, if anything we touched on today um, is of interest or of concern for you, certainly we'd love to help you out. And if there's, and certainly we have several advisors, so it could be any topic that, that you may be curious about. We're happy to do so. And yeah. um, Nell, Nell's been great. Lauren's told me a lot of great stories about you. So, oh gosh, um, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but it's been, yeah, despite all that, I came on the show now. So uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to thank her for, I guess, holding back because if you heard some of the stories, you probably wouldn't be on here. <laughs> No, but I, I'll tell you, this is, this was a true honor for me. Um, so, so I appreciate it. Hopefully 
when I'm a little better seasoned at this, I'll, I'll have you on at some point. That'd be great. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love that. So thank you. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, you heard Mark give all of the contact information for Three Buckets Wealth Management. I will also link the information in the description to this episode below. So thank you, Mark. And thanks to all of our listeners. And stay tuned for the next episode next week on What the Mel. 